This is the Country Sport Breakfast with Brian Kelly on Gold Sport. Well, joining us to talk, cricket would have been a painful watch in the early hours of this morning. With the voice of New Zealand cricket, Brian Waddle, the Black Caps suffering their heaviest ever 20, 2020 defeat. Morning, Wads. Okay. I got out of bed specially for you as well. <laughs> you probably haven't been to bed, mate. Oh, well, it didn't start till about half past two, but I, uh, I, I did a special, you know, we're going to win this one, oh. uh, wake up, wake up, cool. That was embarrassing. What does what Steve Hansen used to say, flush the dunny? Oh, yeah, something, something like that. Rolled for 66. It was, always oh. going to be a, it was always going to be a tough chase, though, wasn't it? I mean, the, the Indians posted, what, 235. Yeah, it was, and it was a great innings by uh, Shubman Gill. I mean, when you score yeah. 126 off 63 deliveries, you've got a strike rate of 200, and you'd lost a wicket in the second over, in the early stages of the second over. Uh, that that was an outstanding performance, but I don't think that forgives uh, the New Zealand batting lineup, to my mind. Two players getting uh, double figures. When they were seven for four, this scores oh. of the individuals look like the passcode to get into your cell phone. 3102. <laughs> I mean, that, that was just embarrassing to, to my mind. And, and, you know, amongst that, like, there's some, some good players. There's, there needs to be a lot of hard thinking. It was a meaningless tournament anyway, or a meaningless competition. I, I guess it was only there just to uh, pay off other um, tours that have been made or some advantage New Zealand have had from it. But I don't think it's helped New Zealand in any way. Firstly, in T20 cricket. Secondly, in understanding conditions they're going to face when they get to India for the World Cup later in the year because the pitch they played on is arguably one of the best that is going around in India at the moment. The Indian team looked impressive. Their bowling was just so, so good, wasn't it? Yeah, you expect that, though. That's yeah. uh, that's the accuracy you expect. And, uh, you know, the variations that they were able to put together. When you're chasing 235, you're on a hiding to nothing anyway. And it's very hard to chase that down. And you need a good start. And New Zealand didn't have it. Seven for four, 21 for five when Bracewell went out. He came out to attack, but uh, picked the wrong one to have a go at. Uh, bowler bowling at 145 k's. And uh, from then on, of course, it was just a... A pretty rapid decline. They only batted 12 overs. Yeah. And, um, yeah. you know, that's embarrassing. <laughs> it is embarrassing. Daryl Mitchell, really one of the only, one of the few to really score some runs, 35. Well, you expect that from Mitchell, 35 from 25. And, uh, you know, he's a quality player and he's going to be important in the test matches coming up. And, you know, he's, uh, he's really one of our more reliable players in, in all forms of the game. And uh, good to see he had a bowl while it wasn't um, a great spell or great over from him. He's, he's getting the opportunity to, to bowl at this level. I think that's an important part of his game as well. Um, and earlier, that uh, paceman Ben Lister made his debut too. Did you get, get a chance to look at him? That is a hospital pass, I'm afraid. <laughs> First man playing for New Zealand. In front of a crowd, well, the ground holds about 130,000. I don't know how many were there. I saw two empty seats. Um, <laughs> but, oh, you know, that is a baptism of fire for yeah. Ben Lister. I mean, I, I, I quite like what he's able to do, and uh, he probably deserved a little bit better than uh, a, a game at the end of a series where he's been warming the bench for two games. Um, we, we, we'll get more from him, I think, but... Uh, 
yeah, as I say, that was a hospital pass. Do you think the New Zealand team maybe were a little tired? They've been away since before Christmas um, on the subcontinent, haven't they? They just were itching to get home. Yes, uh, but that's their life at the moment. Yeah, uh, right. They choose that. We we hear a lot about uh, looking after the players' welfare and, and and such like, and there have been so many players over there. We've had a couple of players come home to prepare, or three or four players to come home prepare for uh, a test series. I don't know what they've been doing. They've probably had indoor nets because the weather hasn't been great, well, in your part of the world, has it, for uh, no. players to practice outdoors. Um you know, I, I just am a loss to understand, firstly, the meaningless nature of um, this competition and uh, the fact that we've got a test series coming up against England when uh, the likes of Conway, the likes of Mitchell, the likes of Bracewell would like to have come home and prepared for that as well because they are going to be key parts of the New Zealand side. And that's leading to my next question because the Black Cap squad gets named, I think, tomorrow. Can you see... Maybe a few boulders, a few uh, new uh, new names coming to the fore. Yeah, I'd like to see one bolter, <laughs> and, and that'd be that, that'd be Trent. <laughs> but that would be a surprise because I think they've already discounted uh, him from the New Zealand side for the Test matches, even though they would d- desperately need him. I don't think we're going to see Jameson because they've said that he's not going to be there yet. They need him uh, as a fully fit player. He made uh, encouraging signs in a uh, ODI game in Wellington I saw recently and looked as though he, he was getting back on song and there was a bit of uh, vim and vigour about what he did. But uh, really, uh, again, a series that doesn't mean much. It's two tests against England. Uh, they're not for the World Test Championship as such. And I think that they will probably go with the tried and true. Yes, they could have a look at new players. They've got probably a squad of about 19 or 20 who are there or thereabouts. Uh, and it's going to be around the bowling, I think, that um, the issues are going to be. Southie and Henry, yes, they're picks. Uh, Wagner will come in, I would imagine, even though he's uh, past his best in terms of uh, the pace that he bowls at. And um, uh, I mean, my own personal opinion is I think they've got to start putting Ferguson in, uh, to these games. We need some pace, and Ferguson will bring some pace. And he's lasted through the whole Indian-Pakistan series that, that he's played in. Uh, surely there's not a, a fitness issue with him. Uh, let's have a look at it in, in this game. We've got to get a bowler of pace. If there's going to be any bolters, they will come in the pace quartet. Uh, so that's going to be the interesting challenge that the selectors have in terms of the final 12 that they select. Well, Brian, good to chat, mate. You can go and have a cup of tea and a lie down now and prepare yourself for a visit to the Bay in just two weeks from now. Hopefully we'll get some sunshine to dry out the Bay over wicket. Yeah, the tea's getting cold. I started it about a quarter of an hour ago. <laughs>